Hi everybody, this is Will and Eric, and welcome to Becoming a Task Ruler, the show about what it takes to become successful entrepreneurs for people with very little money, no experience, or friends in high places. Learn from our mistakes, benefit from our success, and walk away with a better chance of making your own dreams come true. What's going on, everyone? So today, Eric and I are going to talk about a book that we read to help us improve Task Ruler, our mindset, uh, to help us grow not only as entrepreneurs, but to also grow our business. Um, We decided that we're going to do at least one book a month that helps us improve uh, either us from a personal level um, or a business level. And Mm -hmm. today we're going to talk about a book by Donald Miller called Building a Story Brand. Uh, Eric, what did you think of this book? Well, I appreciate the core message out of this book. I think you and I are in the same boat that it offered a really key piece of information um, that shifted our perspective on marketing. And it's something that... I think a lot of people are getting wrong. Um, He even says it in his book that even large corporations, uh, companies of all sizes, uh, if you're new to business or not, it it doesn't matter. He's seeing a lot of people come into marketing with the wrong perspective and they struggle with marketing because of it. So that shift, uh, that paradigm shift was exactly what we needed to help us be better at writing our language, uh, designing our campaigns, uh, and just getting really more uh, accurate with our wording. Because the the core message from the book uh, is to cut out the fat, stop trying to bombard your customers with a ton of information they don't need, and get clear about your messaging. And that's really hard. Like everybody says, oh yeah, you want to be clear. But um, when you sit down and try to write a clear, concise sentence, but you're trying to also convey like three different things, it it ends up being really hard. Um, So I appreciate that this book made it a little easier for us to think about what is important because he covers some of the things that um, people are thinking about when they're shopping or browsing or looking for a solution to their problem. And when you're looking at it from that perspective and you're applying some of the formula that he um, offers in his book, it makes it a lot easier to come up with that copy. Um, so yeah, like I said, it, it, it really helped us make our messaging better. Like we're even now looking at our own homepage and asking ourselves, does this answer the questions that he put in his book? And he even said, if it doesn't answer these three questions, then you're not doing a good job with your marketing and you you need to be more effective with your language. So that was a big change for me. And uh, yeah, we've got a lot of work to do to get very clear and accurate with our wording because people are 
lazy. <laughs> People, when they, when they uh, land on your website, they don't want to read an autobiography of who your company is and what you offer because it's a waste of their time. All they want to know is, are you going to help me with my problem? If so, how are you going to help me? And what is my life going to look like? after you've helped me. I mean, those are really what people want to know. If you're offering a service or a product, then you want to be able to answer those questions in under, what did he say, like five seconds? Yeah, he said like, you have like five to 10 seconds yeah, uh, of some sort. The lot, Yeah, go ahead. So the, the premise of the book is to help you build like a go-to-market strategy wouldn't you say eric um like you're like not necessarily strategy but more so like find your voice yeah find your standing find your ground um the problem that eric and i've had for quite some time was trying to explain everything that we've done or that we're doing with task ruler and it was always a hard thing to pitch when someone asked so what are you doing what is your product about uh, you should be able to answer it within a sentence or two uh, but since we're new to this we well yeah we get excited about what's going on what we're doing and we want to tell everyone everything about what's happening but where we failed was trying to come up with wording to get them intrigued and then talk about either a certain aspect of our application or coming up with the dynamic of explaining our whole application in one fell swoop um and the problem the reason for that was because uh it was really difficult for eric and i to figure out how to word what we built yeah. uh, we know that it's common for people to have what we built but how do we express it in such a way where we can say or we can convey that hey, you have a problem and we're here to help. Uh, the biggest thing that I took from this book was we are not the heroes. And before even reading that one sentence, I thought that we were. I thought yeah, that... Okay, so be before you continue, I think we should mention that the book is called Building a Story Brand because he he takes the analogy of stories um, and how people are geared towards stories. Um, you know, for thousands of years, we've told stories. It's kind of in our DNA to be be like pulled into a good story. And, you know, once... Um, we start hearing a good story it's hard to pull our attention away and start doing something else so when a story is good and it's told in a way that 
um, the person can clearly understand, then it makes it a whole lot easier to convey a message in that story. So he talks a lot about the science behind how humans um, are, you know, our brains are wired to understand stories and to connect over stories and how everyone is at the center of their own story. And the mistake that most companies make is that they think they are the center of other people's story when really they're not. That person is at the center of their story. And you as a business have to make that person feel like you're aware of their problem and you're there to help them along their journey of discovery or problem solving or whatever it is that they're looking to do and that you're not the hero that they're the hero of their own story you're just right. a character in that story a pretty key significant character you're the the guide as they call it you're the one that comes in and saves the day by giving them uh you know that magical sword that they needed to defeat the the evildoer or you're the one who came in and gave them the wise guidance that they were looking for so that they can go on and do the thing they were looking to do or you came in you were you were the one that gave them that inspirational speech um or you you provided something of value that then allowed the hero of that story to go on and be the hero of their story so that's kind of what um, Will was pointing at when he was talking about uh, we are not the hero of the story. They are. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Eric. So as Eric stated, he took the building a story brand and uh, idea and turned it into a how to structure a movie. And it made us realize that you know, like Eric said, we're not Luke Skywalker or anything. We're Yoda uh, or Obi Wan um, Kenobi. Yeah, yeah, or Obi Wan Kenobi. Like we're those people where we're important, but not as important as you, the customer, because you're the one that is in your business and you have problems that you need to take care of, and we're not going to be a predominant source in your life that is you and so as you go about your day-to-day -day solving your problems or trying to solve your problems in one instant or a couple of instances we might be that guide that can help you in certain situations yeah and so when you, look, when you look at it that way it makes so much sense because when you see yourself as not the hero of their story but the guide then you can start asking questions like huh okay what does the hero need what can i say that the hero wants to hear what can i do um to allow this hero to find me and see me as the guide and you start to really put together um, content that is geared towards supporting you as the guide and not the hero. When you think of yourself as the hero, your content is always like 
me, me, me driven. Like, here's what we do. Here's what we offer. Here's our background. Here's everything about me. It's like, it's all about me. But when it's about the customer and you're aware of the fact that they're the hero and you're just a guide, then you can gear everything towards them. Like, here's how we can help you. Here's what we've done for other folks in your position. And now look at their lives after we've worked with them. Here's what right. everybody else is saying about us. And it, it's not about you anymore. It's about how you can help your customers. Right. And so <clears throat> by positioning yourself to that degree in the business world, you are allowing your customers to see their own solutions with your tool. Only thing you have to do is present it and say that it can do this, 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 and this. But we don't know them intricately like we would want to. You know, there could be a feature in our application that we may not have even thought of using it in a certain aspect that they can use it in a certain aspect. So that's great for them. That's perfect. We give you a tool and then you take it and go conquer the world. Uh, the tool is to give you uh, a, the next step to completing your goal or to solving your problem. Uh, the tool is to put you in some sort of action mode to then, again, solve that problem. So that's the biggest item that I was able to take from this book. A lot of the book, it, so it had fillers in it like normal books do. Oh, um, yeah. Or, yeah. Like, he was like such it, a tease, too. That's the thing I did not like. That was really frustrating. Yeah. it's a, it's. a. I mean, if you've ever read other self-help books, you probably know what I'm talking about. Like there's a core message about the book that they're trying to convey, but they don't give it to you in the first few chapters. They tease you with it. And they're like, here's the formula. And I promise you, it'll be great. And I'm going to tell you what it is next chapter. Now that formula I was talking about, yeah, I'm going to tell you what it is. But first, let me give you another story about why it's so great. And I promise yeah. you, I'm going to tell you five chapters later, you're finally like, okay, where is the formula? Yeah. And then that was the... That was the frustrating part. And it's not just, again, it's not just his book, like you said. It's a lot of books that we've read where it's just a bunch of BS. Uh, so it, it was it was frustrating, to say the least, once I realized, like, past, you know, chapter six, five, uh, that I'm like, all right. You know, I get I get the premise now. I understand what yeah. what's going on here. Thank you for opening my eyes. Have a good day. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I read the book just to make sure that I wasn't missing anything. But the one thing that I will to my own horn about, as as well as Eric's, is that a lot of the stuff that he was going on about, we already knew. We didn't necessarily have the verbiage that he presented it in, but as Eric and I worked with each other over the years, a lot of the things that he was stating was very similar to our mindset. Uh, there wasn't really much I disagreed with uh, in here at all. It was just 
drawn out. Um, oh, yeah. I feel like we could have, like, if you were to boil everything down in that book, like all the good stuff, to just cliff notes. the essential ingredients, it would be like one chapter. Yeah. A lot of it was just very repetitive. And, you know, he would tell a lot of the same thing over and over. And it's like, okay, I mean, that's the same message you were saying before, just in different words. Got it. Okay. And you would go back and revisit the same thing. So I feel like th there were a lot of fillers to make the book thicker. Um, but there were some key things in there. Every now and then it's like, oh, that's something I didn't know. Or that's right. something that's a good value to note down. Cool. Thank right. you. Right. So one of the greatest things about this book was the level of confirmation it was giving me. Like, for example, in, in chapter six, it was talking about the guide, us. Finally, chapter six. Uh, and in there, he stated that there are two things that the guide needs to bring to the table and that's empathy and authority and so when i read that i i lit up because for years eric and i was talking about that this is why eric and i like we we are very yin and yang yeah yes yeah. <laughs> for this years i've always talked about authority you've always talked about empathy and right <laughs> this book just kind of put those two together in one go and it was like hey that's the thing we've always been talking about right because you're you're very knowledgeable when it comes to the craft and what needs to be done you're very analytical with making sure that things are not only done right uh, but kind of uh in a neat time frame i bet there's a word for that that i'm missing um and the better we look or the more that we understand the more powerful we are in our field you've always been saying that and so on my end i've always talked about connecting with people understanding their struggles and internalizing it so i can feel their pain and understand the mind frame of of what i would do if i was in their position and when you're able to connect with someone like that you build a special bond it's like unspoken where now you have a level of trust with them that now they know like okay well you know what i, I i'm talking about you share my pain and i can understand like through your actions that you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. you know like you you have to make people feel like they are a person not a number and so with these things combined uh i am captain planet that's what made me think of that anyway <laughs> um <laughs> uh with these two things combined eric and i like when we came together and realized our strengths we were like we're we're covering all the bases there with just those two things. Yeah. You know, yeah, and absolutely. so when getting here, I was like, holy shit. Like in like you can look at our notes. 
in red. Oh, I said, we knew about this in exclamation point. Yeah, it's so good to be validated, isn't it? Like you, you have a certain feeling. You never actually heard anybody say it yet, but you know it in your heart of heart to be true. And then when you finally read it coming from a well, um, you know, publicized, and I think this is a New York bestseller book, um source then you you're finally like yes validation thank you yes and a lot of this book was that was a lot of validation so uh although we're getting on self-help books in general they do have a purpose this one was a good one uh, because of what we just stated for validation and that knowledge we just didn't know about. Uh, we don't know everything because if that was the case, we would be millionaires right now. Uh, mm. But there are some things that are embedded in us, uh, Eric and I, that made this work. You know, like when it comes to our craft and then understanding people, working well together in that aspect we're like we can do this like we absolutely have the knowledge and know-how to make this application work so if you're going to pick up this book um definitely i, I we rec we highly recommend um either downloading the audible or buying a copy of the book if you're not into audibles but it is going to be of good value you're not wasting your money yes it's going to be a lot of the same um types of story building and um you know dangling up that carrot before they finally give you that good information but the information is definitely well worth it and if you want we can definitely boil it down to you down for you what that formula is because he talks a lot about the formula in the book and you know he says this is a seven step process that you need to follow if you really want to make sure that your content connects with your customers so step one identify who your customer is obviously you want to know who you're going to market to then identify three levels of problem they're encountering um Clients run into three levels of problem ranging from internal, external, and physiological. I'll let you- Philosophical. Um, philosophical, sorry. Yes, philosophical. So I'll, I'll let you definitely dive deeper into those categories, but just know that you need to identify the three levels of problems. Then you position yourself as the guide because brands in that position um, know that they're not the hero, like we said earlier, and it- it helps you formulate content that speaks to the hero, not as the hero. And then give the hero a simple plan of action. So a customer landing on your page want to know that you have the answer, that you have the process or the plan. And if you give them that plan and you say, here is my three-step process on how you can do X, or here is my simple five-step process on how you can achieve why. Like if you show them that you know the process and you know how to get there and you're the one to 
hold their hand and help them get there, then that's definitely going to help them see you as the hero and the one as the authority to help them get there. Um, also, you want to make sure you have a clear call to action on your marketing, whether, whether it is your website or your email campaign. Just make sure that there is a clear call to action like buy now or sign up now or something that stands out. Don't make it something that they have to hunt and look for, obviously. And then also you want to help them avoid failure. If you can, um, show them that these are the mistakes other people in your position made before. Don't make these mistakes. Here are all the things you want to do. Here are all the things you want to look out for. If you give them um, reasons to, to see that you know from experience how other people in their position uh, benefited from your service, then they'll definitely see you as an authority and you'll start to build that trust factor. And that trust factor is really important to making or building that relationship so you can make, make that sale. And then you want to help them understand how they're going to succeed with you in their corner. Um, and you can do this by showing them testimonials from other customers or clients. You can um, post videos. Videos are a great way to show them how happy and delighted other clients are or customers with your service or product. Um, so showing them what the outcome looks like is a great way to give your customers or clients um, the means to which they can identify with that end goal so they can see themselves in that position. When they're looking at these testimonials or reading through or when they're watching these videos simultaneously in the back of their mind they're going to um project themselves in that person's shoes and that's what you want you want them to identify with that success because that is ultimately their goal and you want to make sure that you really show them that you are the one to help them so if you cover all those seven steps then you will have a much greater chance at succeeding um, with your service or product. Yes, thank you, Eric. Uh, now, obviously, he goes into uh, more in depth with the things that you need to do, but those are overall the, the seven things that you need to um, wrap your head around to make a sale and to have customers come along with you. It is important to know that you're, you never want to pivot yourself as a company that is going to change their lives. I mean, unless you're in the medical field or whatever the case is and you're doing something not specific, you know, generally speaking is what I mean. Um, you don't want to position yourself as their core. They are their own core. They are the hero. You are just a tool. And so you're not trying to change one person's life. You're trying to change how people work or, or function in certain aspects as a whole. But when talking to a specific person, you want to just explain how we can help you. And by doing that, by positioning yourself like that, you are still 
bringing this into a video game, uh, you're still that side character, that, that, that B character that everyone knows and loves, but you're not the focus. They know that by you being here, you enhance the story, uh, the storyline or the game that without you, the story would still function, but it would be bland or the there would be a lot more turmoil in the character, the main character's life if you weren't there. It would make a boring game because there's no solution or the solution takes way too long to get to. So again, although you're not the center, you, we, you still are an important piece. And as long as you understand that this is where you position yourself, you will definitely go far. So yeah. this book yeah. did help us out in that regard. Yeah, so we're almost out of time here, but I, I definitely want, before we go, I want to make sure we uh, talk a little bit about how we're going to apply the knowledge we've gained from this book, because I think it's important to not just consume information, but consume the right information at the right time and uh, make sure that it's information you can actually use, practical information. Mm -hmm. So, Will, how do you think this changes our business moving forward? Oh, gosh. So our verbiage, for one, um, with us not being the hero, but as a guide, you know, as obviously everyone, you, you keep hearing me say this because that's the main focal point for me in this book. Uh, we need to, well, Eric and I are working on restructuring our wording on our site that would help people understand that we're here to help that we're not here to take over or anything like that so um we're looking at our how do you call it um content and um there was another word i was looking for but i'll just use content um and making it simple not wordy, yeah, yeah. getting straight to the point. Oh, because the one thing, the other thing that we kind of talked about, uh, but not really, was calories. Now, because of this book as well, that is stuck in my mind. People are trying to burn as less calories as possible on things. If they don't see a need for it or they can't find a reason on how this is going to help them they're going to move on they don't want to burn the calories to figure out what you're talking about or what your your company is doing or offering they're just going to move on because it's just a waste of time they'd rather burn their calories on something more important for them so with that in mind we are rewording our website we're rewording some of the items that we post on social media and we're really trying to hone in our pitch mm -hmm. so it's less wordy and it gets straight to the point yeah so that burning of the calories is a very important note to take away as well because like will said uh, 
it takes a lot of energy to sit there and research and investigate and try to interpret what the site is saying or trying to say. It's people really like it when something is clear and concise. Um, they don't even have to think about it. As soon as they read it, they understand immediately what you're trying to say. You ever been to a site where you have to read the whole paragraph and then you're like, oh, you have to read it again just to see if you really understood it. And it's just not very clear on what you're trying to say. So you want to avoid that as much as possible because then that person is burning more calories, not only to find the information they're looking for, but to try and process it and understand what's being said. So being clear is so important because everyone has uh, a lot on their plate. People have things to do. They have places to be. They just want to go straight to what they need. And I think I've said this before in previous episodes, When, but when someone lands on your website, just know that they got to that website with a specific goal in mind. They have a mission. They didn't just go to the website because they decided, oh, you know what? I want to check out a random website today and, and judge it based on its look and see if I like it or not. No, they're on that website because they have a job they need to perform. And if your site is good enough, that job is over with painless, painlessly and quickly. So making sure the information is easy to read, uh, the content is easy to access, and the user doesn't have to burn any calories to get to the information and, and understand it. So that's where the, the burning of the calories comes in um, so that you know, you're making sure you're not giving, uh, you're not making people do more work than is necessary because that doesn't uh, result in a good user experience. That actually results in a bad user experience. And even though your product may be exceptional or your service may be exceptional, they'll walk away from that um, feeling kind of drained. And if they happen to go to another website that maybe didn't even look as pretty, but the information was very clear and they didn't have to read a lot, all that stuff was just minimalized. It was all the right information, all the right things they were saying and only the right things, then they're going to they're gonna have that little feeling inside them when they're where, where they start thinking wow this person really gets me um this person really understands where i'm coming from and everything i'm reading i'm just i keep saying yes to yes 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 and it's none of this huh or no it's just a lot of yeses uh, so if you've ever been on a landing page or a webinar or maybe a product on facebook and from the very beginning of that page all the way to the end, it's just information that you're like, yes, yes. Do I have this problem? Yes, I have that problem. Yes, that sounds familiar. Yes. And like, if you keep going like that and you keep offering uh, evidence to support how much you understand this person, then they're going to walk away from your website or your landing page feeling like this is the guide I've been looking for. Yeah. So to sum it up, so we don't do the same thing as the book, two key things. One, don't position yourself as the hero, position yourself as the guide for the hero. Yep. Two, come up with content that allows people to burn less calories. Get straight to the point. Don't sugarcoat it. 
just come in, see how they can help. That's it. Just no time (laughs) for loop. Just give it to me. Uh, Because that's what people want. So with that being said, I think we're done. All right, cool. Well, thank you for listening. And, you know, do us a favor. uh, Head over to taskruler.com and let us know if our messaging is clear and concise or if uh, we're missing the mark on that. Um, let us know on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram uh, and, you know, just shoot out a message if you want to through the website, but we'd love to hear what you think about our messaging and if we can do better to be more clear about what it is we offer, but uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next episode. All right, guys, take care. So tune in next week at 2 PM Eastern. That's 11 AM Pacific standard. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to support our journey, please share and follow us on all social media accounts. Just look for Task Ruler. And if you're interested in learning about Task Ruler and how we can help you make, market, and manage your business, head over to taskruler.com and sign up for a 14-day trial. Also, our first 300 subscribers are eligible to become a founding member, which comes with lifetime benefits, exclusive offers, and best of all, your rate never changes no matter how much we grow. Well, thanks for listening to Becoming a Task Ruler. Once again, I'm William Fretz. And I'm Eric Alves. And we'll catch you on the next episode.